0: You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, hosted by Dr. Heidi. Dr. Heidi has been exactly where you are right now. She's walked through the fire of toxic relationships and has now dedicated her life to help others do the same. Living in a toxic environment can cause the damaging behaviors of others to become normal, leaving you feeling hopeless and desperate. Learning how to recognize the toxic traits and understand why they occur is the key to taking your power back. Now is the time for you to gain your self-worth because you're worth it. Discover who you really are because you're awesome and realize it's not normal. It's Toxic.
1: Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist. Today on It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, I want to venture a little deeper into the aspect of emotional abuse, okay? I talk about toxic relationships a lot. As you know, toxic relationships cover any relationship and the status that it's in that may not be healthy for you. And that can be a spousal or intimate partner type of situation. Toxic relationships show up in coworker situations, friendships, social circles, families, friends, parents, siblings, children. So overall, a toxic relationship is a relationship that may not be healthy for you because of the use of control and manipulation within it. The reason I wanna expand on emotional abuse a little bit more is because emotional abuse is a little less harder to identify. It is harder for people that are in it to identify and it is harder for people from the outside to identify what exactly emotional abuse is. If you've been in an environment that may not be healthy for you, things become normal. Things become every day, so things, that may have felt wrong or uh, uncomfortable for you at one time after you've been in it and after you've seen it and after you've done it, it becomes normal behavior for those who are around and you adapt normally. So you no longer think that the relationship is that toxic or perhaps that unhealthy for you until you get to a spot where you can't do it anymore. and. I want to expand on the emotional abuse part, because it's the emotional abuse that is hard to put our finger on. Physical violence, we understand that. Those who are in situations where there's both, you know, mental, emotional, and physical violence, you can probably relate. You understand the physical violence. You understand where the pain comes from, because you can see it and you have experienced it. But when you're trying to pinpoint where emotional pain is coming from, it's very hard to put your finger on it. So I, I pulled up the definition of emotional abuse, is, And this is off of an article that I found on the interna- internet at verywellmind.com. What is emotional abuse? Emotional abuse is a way to control another person by using emotions to criticize, embarrass, shame, blame, or otherwise manipulate another person. In general, a relationship is emotionally abusive when there is a consistent pattern of abusive words and bullying behaviors that wear down a person's self-esteem and undermine their mental health. Okay, that was a lot of words. Although it made perfect sense and it means it, it the definition is very good. So if you need to rewind and play again, do it. How I sometimes explain emotional abuse, because when I was in it, I don't think I had the correct concept of what emotional abuse was. I think I thought emotional abuse was basically yelling and screaming, which that is part of it. But because that's what I thought it was, if it wasn't like that all the time, then it must not be that bad. So my personal definition of emotional abuse is when someone uses someone else's emotions to get what they need. They, they the toxic person needs to feel secure in themselves and to, in order to do that, they seek out things like control, power, attention, admiration, the, the things that make them feel better about themselves so that they feel secure. And the goal of emotional abuse is to take over the control of another person's emotions to remind the toxic person that they're in control of someone else, making them feel secure. So if a toxic personality can make you cry, can make you happy, can make you sad, can make you upset, can make you feel guilty, and they said something or done something to elicit that emotional reaction, they believe they're in control of your emotions, they feel more secure in themselves, ta-da, they got what they want. So I want to do a few episodes on really digging into the emotional abuse. So if you're one of the people that is sitting there going, yeah, but it's really not that bad because it happens all the time. You might not even be aware of some of the things that are actually being used against you in an emotionally abusive way. Emotional Emotional abuse is not discriminatory, just like a toxic relationship. It can be anywhere in any type of relationship in any social status, in any religion, in any any type of group setting or relationship can pose toxic relationships and can pose emotional abuse. Emotional abuse is the hardest type of abuse to recognize. It is the hardest type of abuse for people who have never experienced it to understand. And I'll be the first to tell you, it is the most difficult to prove when you are faced with a systems type situation, going through a divorce, a custody battle, um, filing for a restraining order. The system does not work very well when it comes to emotional abuse. The end result of constant emotional abuse is it deteriorates and it chips away at who we are, making us question ourselves. When we question ourselves, we are much more easily controlled. And the goal of the toxic personality is to control so they feel secure. After you've spent a time, period of time in an emotional abusive relationship, we feel like we're trapped. I remember this feeling very well. And at this point in my life, if somebody tries to back me in a corner with something and I get that feeling, maybe it's a trigger of being trapped somewhere, you better believe Dr. Heidi is out of there. Because I was in the situation where I felt trapped. Are you really trapped? I certainly thought I was, and many of my clients really feel that until I take the time to educate you on why you're feeling like you're trapped. Emotional abuse works very hard on your self-esteem and your self-worth, because if, if, Someone can control your emotions to the point that you feel like your feelings, one, don't matter, your feelings are not valid, and that you might be too sensitive or emotional, your self-esteem and your self-worth is going to go down, making you feel like you will never survive outside of this relationship. Another reason it's very hard for us to leave and another reason we feel trapped is a toxic person uses fear to keep us where they need us. We fear their reaction. We fear that we're gonna be in trouble. We fear of disappointing and we fear of making them mad. So one, we don't dare leave because our self-esteem is self-worth, tells us we won't make it. And two, we don't dare leave because we're fearful of the reaction it's gonna cause in the toxic person making the emotional abuse worse. Every toxic person and every emotional abuser is different so when i present the the things that may be emotionally abusive you can't compare yourself to other people you can't fall into the oh maybe it's not that bad because so and so has it worse when you're listening to this stuff evaluate the relationships in your life and make a decision on what is best for you just because they don't have all the traits does not mean that the relationship is not healthy. Does not mean that you should not take some steps to change the dynamic, whether it's leave, whether it's distance yourself, whether it's change the way you interact with these people. But do not fall into comparing yourself or minimizing an emotionally abusive person's behavior because maybe it's not that bad. The treadmill of unrealistic expectations and demands all i have to do is say that title and i see heads nodding right you guys know what it feels like toxic personalities make demands that we cannot meet we know in our head we probably can't meet them logically we know that it's probably something that can't be done but the pressure for trying to get it done is greater than just telling them no. We feel almost like it's a setup or we feel like it's a challenge or we feel like it's a bet. This list of stuff they put us, put on us to do and get done and to take up our time. Cause we feel like their reaction is going to be bad if we don't get it done. We also learn by repetition that if we challenge them and say, we're not doing it or we can't do it, or we won't be able to have time to do it. We get a reaction from them. That's usually not very nice. So we take it upon ourselves to try harder, not put boundaries up and just keep adding things to our to-do list. The treadmill of unrealistic demands can affect us mentally. It can be unrealistic demands on, on our mental capacity. How much can we take? How much can we ignore? How much can we brush under the rug? We do it a lot. We don't feel like fighting, we're tired of fighting. So mentally, we keep taking more and more and more and shoving it down. Those are unrealistic demands. Taking it in without having any place to get rid of it. Unrealistic expectations can be placed on us physically. Demanding that you lift more than you can lift, move things, do physical labor that your body isn't big enough or strong enough to do. unrealistic expectations in a relationship can be placed on us in the bedroom okay there should be boundaries in intimacy there should be consent in intimacy but in emotionally abusive relationships the toxic person sometimes will use the act of sex against you pushing you to do things you're not comfortable with making you do things that are beyond your boundary and then making you feel criticized or humiliated if you don't do it again In situations like that, it's easier for us to just put it on our to do list than to upset the toxic person in our life. They will put unrealistic expectations on you financially. They will tell you, you don't make enough. They will tell you, you're not contributing enough, yet they will put so many demands that you don't have time to contribute anymore. Anything more you contribute, they're going to take so you continually try to better yourself and you try to make more money because they they continually say you're not contributing enough i've had clients that they're paying all of the bills the toxic personalities not even go into work yet the toxic personality has the audacity to tell them they're not making enough so what do they do my clients go get a second job why because it's easier for us to add more to our to-do list than to tell them no to upset them or to to not receive their approval. They put unrealistic expectations on your time, right? You guys know exactly what I mean. You're the ones that are expected to go to the grocery store, buy six weeks worth of groceries in four minutes and 30 seconds with $20, right? The grocery store, is a marathon because you know you have to get X amount of stuff with X amount of money in X amount of time. Because if you don't, you're going to hear how it took you too long and how you spent too much money and the stuff that you forgot. It becomes very stressful to have to go to the grocery store or run errands when you are under time constraints and financial constraints. You go home and you're in trouble and you better, be, but you better know that the next time you go to the grocery store, you have to get eight weeks in three and a half minutes and you only get $15. And what do we do? We go, okay, I can do that. Because we don't go up against the toxic personality because we don't want to be criticized. We don't want to be humiliated. We don't want to not meet their approval. So we jump on the treadmill of expectations and we just keep running. They expect you to drop whatever you're doing to accommodate their needs. You have something planned, they'll make you change it. You have something scheduled, they'll schedule over top of it. You're going to go out with your friends. They'll tell you, oh, you're going to do that Saturday night. I wanted to do this with you. So you cancel your plans with your friends. And what happens on Saturday night? They're nowhere to be found. They disappear. They never intended on following through on that. They just didn't want you with your friends. They dictate your time. We schedule things out because we have to be planners. If we have to handle all these unrealistic expectations, we have to be planners. So we try to schedule stuff out. If they know we've got stuff scheduled out, that just gives them all the more time to try and sabotage it. Try to plan a vacation there where you have to buy a plane ticket six months out and see how that six months goes with a toxic person. If you have to pick a family member's funeral over their softball event that happens on Sunday afternoon, you are going to have to choose making them mad or going to your loved one's funeral. Okay. Logically that should be a very simple answer. A normal healthy person that cares about you and is, and wants to support you in your feelings and the things you need is not going to be an issue when you want to go to your loved one's funeral but a toxic personality that places unrealistic expectations on you is going to expect that you give up the funeral to attend the softball tournament that is going on on Sunday afternoon because it's important to them. And if you don't, you will be accused of paying more attention and giving more time to your old family than you do to the one you have with you. Again, these are examples and they're just coming out of the top of my head, but, You guys know what I mean. What happens if you don't do something their way? How many have heard things like, how come you did it like that? Or why did you go that way? Why didn't you do it like this? This is how I always do it. Like there isn't more than one way to do things. We all know there's a thousand ways you can do things and get them. And then the end result is the same, right? I know this because I put my socks on last when I get dressed and my husband puts his socks on first. Neither of us tell the other person how to get dressed, but at the end of the morning, Hey, we're both dressed. In a toxic personality, they want everything that you do done the way they demand to do it, you to do it. Why? because that gives them full reign to criticize you when you don't. So now Tuesday, they tell you, this is how you do it. How come you didn't do it this way? So Tuesday you fix it and you do it the exact way they tell you to. So on Friday, when you have to do it again, you do it the exact way they told you on Tuesday. And what do they say on Friday? Well, how come you did it like that? When you're chasing the unrealistic expectations of a toxic personality, You are never, ever going to catch up with them. Toxic people demand your time, all of it. I had a toxic personality in my life that could not go to the gas station by himself. And the gas station was literally three blocks away. And I remember in my head thinking, he never comes to the gas station with me. Why do I have to go to the gas station with him? And he would say something like, well, I just want you with me. but. As the relationship went on, he was also the one that didn't allow me to have friends, that didn't allow me to have hobbies, that allowed me to go to work and be at the house, and that was about it. They demand your time all the time. If you're not at their beck and call, there will be problems. Us, who are trying to avoid conflict and trying to avoid problems, just find it easier to be at their beck and call because we would rather give up our friends and give up our hobbies and give up the things that we like to spend time on so that they're not upset. They're going to demand that you share their opinions. You need to side with them and back them on everything which as we know is opposite if you ask for their backing. Their political views, their business deals, their religious views, when they lie to others, when they cheat others, when they, when they don't act with integrity, you're expected to stand up behind them and act like you support them. If you don't, that is an example of disrespect to them, which again, now you'll have conflict, now you'll have humiliation, and now you'll have a problem. So if they're taking your opinions away, your opinions on politics, your opinions on religion, the way you conduct dignity and and self-respect and integrity, if they're taking that away, what's happening to your identity? Your identity is getting picked apart piece by piece. They will put unrealistic demands on your memory. They will make you recall dates, amounts, exact wording of things, where you put certain things. Okay. If you don't remember these things, they're going to criticize you. They're going to tell you you have a bad memory. And once they have told you, you have a bad memory, you now have a bad memory for the rest of your life. And if they can convince you, you have a bad memory, it opens up a lot of activities for them that they never have to take responsibility for, because they can just say, you don't remember dates. You don't remember amounts. You don't remember anything. How how can you remember this? It allows them to get away with things. If you can't call out specific times and places, they will then demand that the event never happened. Survival mode does not allow space in our brain to remember exact times and dates and amounts and the little things. You are surviving. When you get up in the morning, your body's goal is to get through the next 24 hours. So remembering specifics like that is just not your body's top priority. But the toxic personality is going to unrealistically expect you to remember all these specific things. And when you don't, you will feel like a failure. The number one thing I hear from people when they first come to me, either in an initial session or to work with me in a group or you know to, to do private coaching is, They say, it doesn't matter what I do, it is never good enough. That is the number one unrealistic expectation and demand that a toxic personality is gonna put on you. They never intend to give you approval. They put you on the treadmill thinking you're gonna get approval and you work your living butt off to get that approval. And as soon as you get there, they change the rule. They move the goalpost. They say, that's not really what I meant or you've been doing so good, why don't you just keep going? You have to quit expecting approval from somebody who has zero intention of giving it to you. Unrealistic demands is emotional abuse. Why? You do not get to be yourself, express who you are, spend time doing the things you like, and put forth the effort Into your life that you should when we allow somebody else to play to place unrealistic demands on us. It makes us lose ourselves, it makes us lose our identity, it keeps our attention on them, and it gives them the upper hand. How do you feel the whole time you're trying to keep up with these unrealistic expectations? Hurt, frustrated worthless, anxious, okay, those are feelings that don't show up in a healthy relationship. Not that they won't show up ever, but they're not gonna show up on a continuous cyclic type basis. They're gonna be few and far between when you're in a healthy relationship that the other person wants you to feel hurt and worthless and anxious and frustrated, The treadmill of unrealistic expectation is done purposely by the toxic personality to keep your attention on them, to keep your attention off of yourself, to ultimately steal your identity so that you question yourself, you question your decisions and you become completely dependent on them to function. Now the crazy thing about unrealistic expectations is we feel like wonder Woman, we feel like superheroes because we can get so much shit done. It's because we never say no. We just take it and tack it on the end of our to-do list. I and my daughters became very good list followers. We knew we had to get this, 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 and this done. If we were going to get approval. Well, I can't even count on one hand how many times we actually got approval because the list was always way longer than time and ability ever allowed. They like to make promises. Hey, if you do this, I'll do this. They have no intention of doing their half. You're going to do exactly what they told you. And they're going to say you did it wrong or you didn't try hard enough or you didn't do it well enough. Then they don't have to follow through on their half of the deal. So if you are one that feels like you are on the treadmill of unrealistic expectations, you need to know unrealistic expectations and demands are a form of emotional abuse to stay in control of you so that the toxic personality feels more secure in themselves.
0: Thank you for listening and sharing this podcast with others. Looking for a community that understands? Join our Facebook support group, Strength Within. For more information on all the services Dr. Heidi provides, please visit www.coachingwithdrheidi.com. It's time for you to break free. Because it's not normal. It's toxic.